Alright, fuck. I don't even know what we're talking about. What up, party people? What up, party people? There's... No partying happening. No partying. Everyone's got a deadly flu or racist, essentially. Yep. You're either dying or racist at the moment. Or both. Or both. Yeah, could be a dying racist. Fuck. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. If we're lucky, coronavirus is taking you out because you're racist as fuck. (sighs) But yeah. Oh my lord. Hello. We haven't done this in a little bit. Yep. And there's Probably pick so the worst much. time to pick all this back There's so much that has happened. I got some new boots. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Kidding. That? I know what's happening right now. You no one bite my head off. You did get new boots, though. I did get new boots. And a though. shirt. And a new shirt. I did get some new clothes. That's a good highlight. The only highlight of this last week. What? Come closer to the little Mikey. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm going. One thing that hasn't changed though is that Vincenzo has not been showering. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I was I was this is really weird fantasy, but this is the correct word to say. I had this fantasy the other day exactly that it's going to be so f- and I know and I'm and I'm going to say it and anyone who I will work with is going to hear it, which is when I get into my first meeting, like for sure for sure we're going to have to go around the circle and tell everyone about what we learned and what we did during the fucking quarantine and whatever. And I'm going to say, I learned that I don't need to shower more than four times in a three-month period, and I'm golden. Do you know what I mean? See, Not once a month. Me living with you and smelling you on a daily basis, I disagree with that previous statement. The thing is, is like, Vincenzo's trying to get to a point where his body starts cleaning yeah. itself <laughs> it does it it's a fact i mean the problem is is that like that kind of only works for hair and i don't really have any i mean when i say i don't really have any i have none <laughs> i have zero haired hair my beard might start cleaning cleaning itself i brush my teeth and wash my face though yeah but Just not like the pits, your underarms yeah or they go from smelling like from like beer to weed to chocolate they're to, actually like, nuclear yeah they're the like the range of smells that like my fucking armpits have gone through is crazy. The range of smells that come out of your body, like <laughs> honestly, I need like when I need like a thank you from you mm-hmm. and like your parents and your distant relatives for me Why? having to smell you every day. You don't like have to smell me. Vincenzo, you blow your burps and farts into my breath region. My nasal I passages. I can't, I can't blow my farts. Yes, you do. Into your when, mouth region. When he farts what? in bed, you push me under the cover. That is a lie. Make me smell That's it. a lie. I, you flap yeah, the exactly. cover. I strategically waft them so you can enjoy the smell. There's nothing better than like smelling a, an insane fart you've made. That's an, it's an amazing feeling. And if you deny that, I don't you're a fart smell denier. Your and uh, you're, you're just lying to everyone and yourself. Okay. Anyway. You you don't fart ever. No, and when I don't. you do, it's air. Yeah. Like, I, like I'll like i try and smell it. No. It's I'm actually kind of exciting. It's actually kind of exciting when I have a fart that stinks. We get a little excited. You like to smell. I'm like neutral. I think, like, I I think smell, I smell good. I smell and I've not showered because I'm lazy. Mm. You. I think actively my natural... enjoy your own stink. That's weird. Not even farts. Whoa, 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 you don't, whoa. You don't like huff and enjoy your own farts. You love it when you smell. No. You fucking love because it Because I smell. don't, I don't like, when, my farts don't smell like anything. So when I get one, I think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. 
And then my, like, natural body odor is not, like, nearly as terrible as yours. I just think it's funny. Look, we're finding the positives in things. And I think that what this conversation shows is how fucking bored we are. Yeah. The fact that we're talking about our body odor for four minutes is just yeah. simply a disgrace. But anyway. It's madness. Shall we get into the nitty gritty? The meaty, yeah. the meaty business? Yeah. I think it'd be a dishonesty and uh, uh, to not address what's happening in the world, you know? And Should like, we talk about how we took coronavirus tests? Yeah, we should talk about all the atrocities in the world. We had to take a coronavirus test. That was awful. That shit is not good. Not yeah. comfortable at all. It's really easy, but it's such a... Like, the sensation of when you put a cotton swab and, like, tickle your tonsils with you a to, cotton swab. You have to wrap it around your tonsils five, five times. times. What the fuck? Yeah. That is so and then, uncomfortable. No, I didn't have a problem with that. Like I had every a problem single with... time I'm trying to do it, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I had a problem with putting it all the way up your nose and twisting oh it around. God. That made me cough and sneeze and my eyes were yeah. watering. No, like we were feeling shit that night and like just trying to take that test in the space of like 30 seconds intensified how bad I felt. Yeah. So, so bad. much. I don't I don't I don't know if we have it, you know. I was looking into a lot of the hay fever stuff and there's been extreme pollen counts recently and I genuinely think that we might have been fucked up from hay fever because we both get it. We both get but really how bad could allergies. you explain like our like super terrible migraines and like not being able to? Oh, because like... that's all linked to like sinus stuff. You can have a blocked sinus and get easily a headache from it. And like that's that's what it wasn't like a headache headache. It was like a dull pain. No, but, like, mine thing was is, a full we, full we, migraine. We've been like... we've been warm, but I know you took your temperature. But I've no, ne- I had a fever. Yeah, mm, not a high grade fever, yeah, but I, I had a, I, I had a. No, I think you were warm. I don't think you were feverish. No, I took feverish my is really high. You know, there's like a specific band, right? Yeah, it was. Like, it was to that band. I don't know if we were that level. Anyway, um, but yeah, we're very fortunate to live in a country not be that sixty years old provides free testing yep. to us. Yep. Um, I know that my home country does not <laughs> practice the same Jesus values. Christ. Oh my fucking God. We'd yeah. have to chop off our arm to be able to get a coronavirus test back home. I'd have no savings. <laughs> well, who would I be if I was from America? Do you know what I mean? I mean... What, what type of guy would I be if I was born where you were born? I'd be a cunt. I'd be a massive cunt. Yeah. I mean, Just I'm already like a bit of a cunt. Yeah. Imagine how bad it would be if I was born like... OC, and my parents were like bajillionaires. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Average wage is four hundred million dollars a minute. Whoa, no, I I think that like, um, the stereotype of OC is like you know what it is. But I actually think that when you meet people from there and you grow up there, it's just kind of whatever. Like, yeah, it's all you, you know. know. No, uh, like I, the statistics or whatever. But what was really what's really weird is that like, obviously. With money like that in a place like that, you'd think there'd be like Hollywood style shops and all that sort of stuff. But it's very like it's so normal, cute, normal hometown vibe when you're when you're there. It's not like um, it's not like that. You don't know, like anyone who's you know people have money, but it's not. It's not in your face at all. Yeah, really. it's um, it's a nice like level. It feels like a little bit gentrified, but it's still kind of like tiny tiny bit old school but it's just like a nice modern level i mean there's like certain 
There are certain areas of Orange County that are very flashy, mm. but I don't frequent those areas. I don't like the vibes. Like, all the moms have fake boobs and, like, fake this, fake that. Oh, my God. One time I was at this girl's house in that area, mm. and her mom walks out in a white see-through t-shirt, mm-hmm. and she had, like, you know, like, people who are, like, our parents' age, mm. their boob jobs back in the day, like, their nipples can't, are, like, hard all the time. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, hard as fucking rocks. So she had those, like, stereotypical, like, boobs. Boulder breasts. Yeah, and there were, like, loads of us at her house. And she walks out in, like, this white t-shirt with her entire... Like, you can see everything. Yeah. And just nipples out, pointing. Love that. Stabbing us. What's her name? Don't remember. <laughs> but it, I was so uncomfortable. I was like, wow, you are blonde and everything that Orange County stands for. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving yeah. on. So, coronavirus tests... Well, a horrible injustice happening. We've gone from quarantine to worldwide protesting. Yeah. Worldwide is... quarantine to worldwide protesting yeah. within a span of like... A day. Yeah. Kind of mad. <clears throat> yeah, it's wild. Do you not think it's so weird that like our kids are definitely going to be reading about this era right now in textbooks? Yeah, for sure. It's crazy. And we're just like living through it and just like watching everything that's happening. Mm. And like the generations to come are going to be like learning about this. Yeah. And they're like little textbooks and like have to answer questions about it. Mm. And when we're like really old, we'll be like, yeah, I, I, I was alive for that. Yeah. We were alive during that. It's weird. Unfortunately. It's crazy about like, <laughs> I mean, like something so serious that needs fixing so imminently. Yeah. It's crazy to think about like what the internet was complaining about at the beginning of this year. And it's yeah. like random shit that we complain about. And, like, care about. And then, like, this shit's still going on. It's mad. Well, you know what's crazy is that the <coughs> Australia fires were this year. Yeah, that's insane. It's and, like, great year. this month, the, like... Well, it has been a good year. It's been... For me, it's been fine. <sighs> what? I'm just trying to think about my year. It's been absolutely golden for us. What yeah. We, we've done everything we want to do this year. We managed to sneak a holiday in before quarantine. Yeah. Well, to Miami. We didn't fucking... know it was coming. Yeah, but yeah. like we didn't we didn't have anything booked during, so didn't nothing got cancelled yeah. for us. We got a holiday in before it happened. Yeah. So imagine people don't go away at the beginning of the year and have their holidays through this period. And we were in LA too. At the beginning in of January. Yeah. No we weren't. I was. I wasn't. I didn't get to LA in January. Oh yeah, you didn't come back. What it was last about? last year. Last yeah, yeah, January you were yeah, 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 yeah. Not this January. Yeah, I've only been to Miami this year. Only. <laughs> yeah. I came back from LA and then we went straight to Miami. Yeah. And we went to Dubai last, in December. Yeah. Okay, enough about us. So, a little context. I don't think anyone really needs context. If you're not paying attention to what's happening right now, I think that's an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, George Floyd mm-hmm. has, you know essentially been publicly executed yeah yeah in front of our eyes and it was really i couldn't watch it i don't know if you watched it i've not i, I know there's a full video i mean i've seen I, you just don't i don't need to watch it all i don't like, like i don't want to i actually to. don't and i know it's like we know what happened i don't like people posting those kinds of stuff without any kind of warning and like flicking through stories because it really affects me yeah i don't need to see that image it, you need to know about it to, to yeah, see, yeah to understand the severity of the situation going on uh-huh. that i don't think people need to see it's really like it makes me 
really uncomfortable. Have, so you anyway. got anything, have you got anything you want to say about it? Like, have you got an overarching statement about, like, how you my, feel about it? My overarching statement is I haven't been, like, posting a million different stories on Instagram and, like, being really active on social media. Uh-huh. But I have personally taken time to educate myself and watch movies and, like, read different things and sign petitions and donate money. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've been very active, but I don't feel like... I feel like everyone is posting things on their stories and on their Instagram to kind of show the world how much they're doing. But, like, at the end of the day, I don't think a story needs to be posted about the things that you're doing behind the scenes. I think what really matters is what you're doing with your own time to make a change in your own life. And I've always been very, very, very aware of my white privilege. Um, I mean, I grew up in a very white area and I've just, I've, I mean, I've just always been very educated on this. I'm half Chinese. I see how my people are treated. I've experienced racism in my life, not anything near what, black people or full people of color experience mm. but i have experienced it mm-hmm. i've seen people treat my mom differently it makes it really breaks my heart but i don't have to worry about my life being put on the line every day mm. so that's my privilege and i've been taking so much time to learn about different things we watched the 13th mm-hmm. amendment or is it just 13th 13th on netflix if you haven't watched it it is such a good movie Mm -hmm. there's so many great resources out there for us to educate ourselves on and i don't like all the companies posting about black lives matter the blackout tuesday stuff Mm -hmm. like i just feel like right now people feel compelled to post stuff and i'm seeing influencers who aren't posting things who have been very vocal about their feelings about this not just right now but leading up to all this and right now they're a little bit silent Mm -hmm. and on their post people are commenting why aren't where are you why aren't you posting things you have a platform blah blah blah. and it's just like i don't think it's entirely necessary to be blasting like if you see a post that you like to repost it on your story that's great but i just think that there's some middle ground and what entirely matters is what you're doing in your own time to educate yourself because at the end of the day like the instagram story goes away in 24 hours yeah but what you learn about by watching a movie by reading a book by speaking to friends Mm. will stay with you i agree so i think that the pot is boiled over rightfully but it's such a volatile time that like there's to jump on your point to give my stance on it, which is exactly what you said, is like there's so many catch twenty twos right now because and I understand both sides and when I say that I don't mean black people and racists. I mean people I understand people critiquing certain ways to help or certain reactions to stuff because there's so much emotion. Yeah. And again, rightful emotion flying about right now from everyone that you're going to be very impassioned to push what you feel is right is the only way and the right way and this is what you should be doing. And like my stance on it is we need to be super focused on voting and changing the biggest thing, which is the, the two biggest things from it for me is police reform, only reform, not defunding, only reform and making sure that there are no bad eggs in such a critical job where when things go wrong, yep. it goes really wrong. And 
institutional and systematic racism, yep. which isn't ever going to be um, dealt with quickly, unfortunately, because it's literally just educating people and changing attitudes yeah. of the people within it. Yeah. Because... You know, systematic racism and institutional racism isn't like a hippie government thing. It is the people who make up a company yeah. and the majority of the attitudes towards people of colour or certain situations. And um, the biggest thing at the moment is this. There, it's, it's amazing. And at the same time, it's so troublesome depending on what you see because I go back and forth between like arguments for this and that and then they'll clash and open critiques of people and like the black squares thing like f- at first i thought it was a really cool thing to see everyone like solidarity and like blackout social media but then people are posting against it saying that's not really doing anything to help this isn't this but i think no matter the steps taken any step forward yep is good i think you should be encouraging you shouldn't be barking at anyone you shouldn't be screaming at anyone you should be encouraging and pushing for people to be learning as much as they can sharing as much as they can, donating. But I don't think there should be any donation shaming. Yep. Like, I think it's, as much as I'm not on his side for fashion, like, don't me wrong, the memes are really fucking funny, so I'm kind of glad it happens, because the Virgil memes are so fucking funny. But... Um, are you keeping it to Virgil's right now so, with your statement? Yeah, it's so funny. But at the same time, to assume that Virgil posted the $50 one, because you he thinks he was boasting about it or like oh look i donated 50 dollars he's part of a fucking share donation chain any money's good second of all he is the first black creative director of lv he's done so many things for the black community and like like to assume that he's only donated 50 dollars is the dumbest shit i've ever heard like to to assume that there's no other donations like even if he didn't donate the 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 artists and creatives that he takes on board yeah. the models that he's already shown and proved that he's yeah. done yeah. to like bring up the black community yeah. to where they should be is that's more than enough. That's yeah. more than anyone will ever do that is complaining to him about having to donate X amount of money. Yeah. And like, again, the memes about the socks and stuff are funny, but they just like on the serious side make no sense. Like they make no sense. And to th- like the fact that he apologized was crazy because if I was him, I would have gone fuck all of you to assume that you're all idiots. And second of all, like after like to apologize and have to say I donated X amount of money is crazy, and it, and it leads back to what my biggest thing about it is: is like <clears throat> anyone feeling through how they're feeling through it at this point is like everyone needs to do it in the best way they can, and it's. The best way you can do it for everyone is education and sharing and pushing forward together. Mm-hmm. No one should be saying you shouldn't be doing it in this way. You shouldn't be doing it in that way. Like, I'm um, like for the 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 real activists out there who are protesting every day have given all their money away. That's amazing. That's insane. Some people can't do that. Some people aren't doing that for whatever reason. And yeah, that sucks. We wish we could solve all problems instantly and easily. Um, and I hate to say the whole age old we're all human thing but like we're all human and even like solidarity through Instagram posts is helping like to have that in the like for our generation to have that all over Instagram and have it every day so far in your face for me has like changed feelings like towards certain things for me through through social media and to think that it's negative or not helping is wrong I think some things are always going to help more than others and as I said like it would be amazing if everyone could donate all their savings to like their favourite Black Lives Matter cause or 
whatever. And like, you know, some people like saying, shouldn't be bailing out protesters, you should, whatever. I think anything you choose to do, share the reason you've done it. If it's a positive step towards making sure the stats are right and and we're kicking out racists and systematic racism, any step shouldn't be shamed yeah. or said, oh, but you can do this and like, I'm going to say my favourite quote and you know what I'm going to say. And it's like, it's comparing, it's the same way with, you can't compare tragedies and you can't compare, like, it, it works for both sides. Like, you can't compare someone else's suffering to your suffering. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, if, if you go down that route and you say, oh, how dare you only post on social media? How dare you only do this? And the people getting angry at people only doing a little bit is that it's how you can only argue that if you are doing the extreme for everything and even then you can't expect everyone to do that they're you know like for only saying this specific quote for that specific point which is that like the dave Chappelle thing of like he has this amazing quote in one of his things which is there's people starving all over the world but you still want lunch. You still eat food. And the, the, it's, to, it's understandable of the emotion to want to like help as much as you can and everyone should help as much as they can at this time. But to like put people down for taking a step forward I think is wrong, no matter what. No matter how big or small that step forward is, is if you want someone to make a bigger step forward, lead by example, show people what you've done and then that's it, that's all you can do. And, you know, for even as, as, as an important as issues is, which is the most important issue at this time, which is racism alive in 2020 somehow, um, even for the most important issue right now is that, like, you're never going to learn by, like, especially, like, no, no one's going to want to go further and, like, the people who we need to educate, people who are racist, who are ignorant, whether it's malicious or not, you don't teach them and you, we don't improve altogether by shouting at these people or assuming something of someone because you haven't seen them post or yep. you've only seen them do this one thing yep. like if you haven't seen them do anything like that's not your job to call people out it's your job to show improve and show people a way to do it yeah so post as much as you can about educating people and ways to donate and whatever and then someone might do it and that's the way it's that's think- the only way it's going to go forward because no matter what issue this was is if people are making small steps if you then shit on those small steps and say you're not good enough, that's not good enough, then no one of any colour, of any race, of any racist or not, is going to want to push forward if you're being criticised for certain things. Well, like Everyone needs to do as much as they can and everyone needs to push forward together and push out racism. Well, <clears throat> this goes back to a point that we always talk about is that I hate cancel culture. I yeah. think it <clears throat> is a million steps backwards. It's completely unnecessary. And it's basically, cancel culture is based on the fact that people don't learn from their mistakes. Yeah. And so going to an influencer and saying, why aren't you posting? Why aren't you using your platform? All very valid questions. Yeah. But maybe let's change. Well, they, they can be valid questions. They can, yeah. They can be valid points to ask. And we don't get to the place that we are today without people of influence posting about it yeah however maybe to go to someone and say hey what are i i see you're not posting about this like what are you doing or like what are your feelings on it yeah what are your feelings on it or what are you doing to educate yourself like um 
you know, and just going things from a more positive, like even though it's tough stance. to go from positive, like that's the other thing. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm never ignoring the other side of like yeah. you, especially if you're black or a person of color. Like you cannot not be impassioned yeah, with course. everything you're of saying course. right now. And of know? course, everything that we are saying can be overshadowed by someone who's black because this isn't our fight to fight. We're only yeah, like, like we're they're taking the reins and we're just kind of like riding in the car with them yeah and just helping them where they need it yeah um we're filling the car up they're driving yeah and trying and to we're, get we're all trying to go to the same place yeah um but we're not driving the car so where the destination goes is not in our control but you know we can still have our opinions yeah of course well uh, this is exactly what you said about cancel culture which is even if you are talking to the most racist person in the world, like the only way to improve the situation is you, they still have to be able to speak. Like everyone has to have a conversation. Everyone and has to talk as much as they can. One thing that's so bizarre about this is like, I can like bet on, you know, your life, my life, that there are so many secretly racist people who did the Blackout Tuesday post who are posting about all this yeah. stuff because their favorite celebrities are posting about it and everyone they look up to is posting about it and they feel that if they don't post about it, then they're going to be called out and they know that they secretly don't really like people of color. Yep. So at the end of the day, like you can't say that because someone isn't posting about it, that they're racist. Yeah. I mean, it's like, for example, like, like, how are you jumping to that? It's like Diet Prada as well. Like to talk on Diet Prada, they've been calling out so many people, obviously at the moment. And it's just like, uh, because for some of them, for sure, they're right. 100% for some of them, they're right. Which is they'll call out people like Celine or like Hedy and say, like, you're very clearly not interested in people of colour. Here are the stats, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Now you're saying this. And it's like, yeah, it's obvious timing that they're jumping on the bandwagon. But sorry to say, like, do you not want them to post about it? Do you not want them to try and be better? It's well, one of those things, like, you know, like, it's a, it, this This is the other Catch-22 of, like, posting stuff about it. It's like, it's like, well, if something's not good enough, do you not want them to post? I kind of wish like, that... Like, because people aren't going to go straight from, like, if someone's ignorant, they're not going to go immediately from ignorant to pro-colour, love everything, like, yeah. it's a, like, everything and in life is And sending them hate about being... And, like, like calling, calling people out, and, like, I think... Even people of colour who are calling people out right now, like, unless you've got something very solid and it's very obvious, like, it's just not the move. And it's like, it's not pushing towards something positive. As as much as it feels like you should be calling people out right now, it's, everything has to be accurate and the focus should not be lost on what happened, what sparked this, and the movement of, again, stopping systemic racism. People should not be losing focus of like what happened to george floyd like that is that is more than enough catalyst to push this into something that should have happened a long time ago and should have never existed um in our day and age of like just like racism at this point in time and it's it's just one of those things where like none of this should have ever happened we've got more than enough to show that this is completely unfair this shouldn't be happening to any black person yeah. no one should be targeted for their color the stats show very clearly that it's nowhere near it but it's tough because and again I, this is always going to happen and it always will happen but like 
you, we just have to make sure that everyone, everyone is pushing towards anti-racism. Everyone is pushing towards, you know, like one of the best posts that came out was like, it's it's not black versus white, which is what a lot of people are talking about. It's not black versus white. It's everyone versus racism. It's when people say all lives matter. I'm like, can you just shut up? Yeah, uh, the, yeah. The, the the people who are like, there's there's a lot of things, and I guess the, I'm glad you brought it up because I guess the best way to put it across is there is so much stuff from both sides. That, of like calling out and face value, people reading stuff on face value and calling people out for seeing stuff, and you know, I won't do any names, but we were just talking about this, which is that someone we know called out a good friend of ours for posting a video in a car at night having fun with his friends um white guy and just post in a video it was it was a very it was a white night. guy Love in it. the car yeah having uh, yeah. fun and then yeah. he was called out with by a, um someone who is i don't think he's black I, we're like 95 percent yeah. sure he's um, not black yeah pretty sure um but he be... is a person of color but he is a person oh. of color oh um and he definitely identifies with that group um, he's also a gay man, so I'm sure that's another reason. Because obviously, uh, the LGBT community is part of this as well, and the stats show that they're unfairly treated, and especially in like this, the situations that George Floyd happened to. Um, but on saying that, he like this is this is one example where even though his intentions are right, him looking just to call people out is wrong because you are taking away the focus yep. and the real point behind the movement that's happening. Yep. And he called him out and basically said, posting this right now is tone deaf. You shouldn't be doing this. Uh, you should be posting this, this and this. Now shoulds and do it and you shouldn't be doing this is never ever going to work. Second of all, someone posting a video of what they're doing at the same time late at night means nothing to anything and to assume that he doesn't care or doesn't know or hasn't done anything uh, towards anything like you don't know what he knows you don't know what he's done yeah so if you really get triggered by that then if you're close to the person maybe absolutely talk to them yeah like yeah also that but like talk to them but like they're they're meant to be like close and to like to, to call someone out for doing nothing is crazy and and the reason I bring it up is because it only harms something that is so important that's already happening. Like a man got murdered in front of the world. The primary factor of that was his race. Like that's it. That, that that's that's fucking game over. That's why we're doing this. Focus on that. Focus on why the guy who did it did it. How can we stop him from doing that? How can we stop anyone else from doing that? Police reform, systemic racism needs to be pushed out. One and thing, that's it. Like, focus on the goal. Because we know what the issue is. And one, we need to focus on that. One thing that I'd like to say <clears throat> is that accounts like Diet Prada, yeah. they're calling out companies. Um, they're giving a spotlight to people who have experienced racism yeah. within certain companies. And I applaud Diet Prada for using their massive platform mm. to put that out there. Yeah. However... The chain reaction of posting something like that is for everyone to go to said account and destroy. And 
like yeah. comment a million different things. So one of the recent ones was Reformation, yeah, which I shop there. Um, it's a sustainable, basically like cute summer dresses, but it's made out of sustainable materials. The whole beef was that there was a woman who was black and she was working as the assistant store manager in either New York or LA. I'm not entirely mm-hmm, sure of the mm-hmm. location. Mm-hmm. And there was no manager. So she was assistant store manager, but they would re- they refused to promote her as manager, okay. even though she had been working there for years. Yeah. And they would bring in white girls that she would have to train to be her boss um who had no experience yeah so clearly she deserved that manager role and she was never promoted yeah and also talking about like the working conditions and all the people of color were never allowed out front of the store like on the shop floor they were always in the back doing the stock and all that stuff yeah i understand that needs to be addressed and Mm -hmm. also there were some posts from the founder and like the VP of marketing that were like slightly kind of racist. Mm. They did like a post um, eating fried chicken saying yeah. black, happy black history month kind yeah. of eh, whatever. Yeah. Don't um, push a stereotype to try and yeah. Yeah. Weird. Just uncomfortable. Yeah. Dumb. So the chain reaction of that is for all these accounts <laughs> Because Diet, Diet Prada has a lo- very large reach. Yeah. To go comment on Reformation and say, you guys are monsters. You're a terrible company. I'm never shopping here again. You don't yeah. get my money. Like, yeah. And just ripping apart this company. Yeah. But the the better thing to do is to hold Reformation accountable, call them out on their shit, yeah. and say, hey, look, this is a problem within your company. Yeah. And today, we will not stand for it. And you're being held accountable. Tell us the million things that you're going to do. And within six months, we want to see a change. Like, tell us your numbers. Be transparent with us. Tell us how many people do you have working on the shop floor that are of color? Mm. How many white people? Like, open up your books and show us that. One thing that I really love is there's a company called Salesforce. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows Salesforce. They have a director of, uh, like... um, Equality. Yeah. Something like that. A director of equality or people, like, whatever. And on their website, they have all of their numbers posted for everyone to see of their percentages of, you know, uh, black people, white people, Asian people, brown people, everything within every group of the company, every, like, it's completely transparent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when the, whoever in charge was brought, it was brought to their attention that, there is a pay gap difference between women and men within the company. Yeah. Overnight, they changed it. All yeah. the women and men are paid equally and their salaries are posted on the website for everyone to see. Yeah. And they have annual reports talking about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that is what every company should strive to be, to be transparent about their percentages of people that are hired and that needs to be at the front of their mind but also there's nothing wrong with choosing someone for the position who's white because they're the most qualified yeah but don't choose someone because they're black because they're black to fill a gap yeah like disney channel and nickelodeon does they hire someone who's black or white because they need to hit that minority group yeah and they can't have a whole white cast yeah well this is the other thing is, is you know like it's um it's a tough discussion after the um, what happens to um, 
you know, like what it's it's, it's a tough discussion to try and speak about what happens afterwards because if everything was perfect in the world, which it's not, and black people are unre- underrepresented and um, obviously ostracised in a lot of different categories, and that needs to be righted, is what happens afterwards, and you know my favourite thing we're talking about rubber band theory is it's definitely going to go the other way, which is I think after this, we're going to see a lot of like, you know, there are smaller things, you know, like the big things are off right now. The fucking obvious things. Black people being killed. It's disgusting. The stats are so skewed against black people. It's it's insane. The the big obvious stuff. Then it's going to boil down to the a lot smaller nuances of racism and microaggressions and all these other things that happen uh, in life, in companies, and whatever, and they are also valid, and it does happen. However, we are definitely going to have a time, and this isn't me. I'm I'm just commenting on this. I'm not saying one way or the other whether this is right or wrong. But I think we're definitely, definitely going to see in the future what we do, what we were doing before all this happened. Anyway, is we are going to be picking apart um, people in the, the smallest of ways and it is really going to boil down to these really small things that we're going to go too far the other way with and people are going to get fired for stuff that they shouldn't and it, there's going to be a lot of positives that come from that and then negatives the other way mm-hmm. and then hopefully it'll swing back to the middle everyone will be correctly represented and people can be judged as an individual and hopefully we'll be in a time in a, whatever time in the future however long, it's going to take a long time unfortunately which is horrible to say, but it's the truth. Um, but but at least fucking, we're starting when it, yeah, here exactly. and now. And when it gets to that time, hopefully people won't feel like that and they will be judged as like individuals, you know, because like we were speaking about it earlier, like things like microaggressions are real. They happen in all businesses. Um, but it's it's a tricky topic because microaggressions sometimes can be mixed with feelings. They can be mixed with truths and they do happen. They are real. No one should deny that microaggressions aren't real. We probably all do it. Do you want to define microaggressions? <clears throat> you cause... can't really. Like it's, it's small things that are intentional or unintentional that can that, be... that, that influence your choices pre- prejudicially towards mm. potentially someone of colour or a certain group or yeah. certain something. There. There you and go. Um, <clears throat> while that does happen, the issue with that going forward is it going to be like when we are trying to correctly represent black people or people of colour and it does start to go the other way, it's like how, how do you do that correctly? Yeah. Because microaggressions can be something tiny that maybe somewhat... Like it's either someone is it is a microaggression and someone is being insensitive yeah. or, or someone's being overly sensitive. It's, it's one or the other. But it's just and, so uh, hard it's to judge people's way. intentions when you don't know yeah. them. The main thing that I want to say off back of discussing this is that people also need to like back off people discussing certain aspects of it or what because we all need to talk about short-term, long-term, what's going to happen. Everyone needs to feel comfortable talking about everything and... I want people to know from my standpoint, and this will be the same for you and a lot of people, which is that no matter what happens, even some of the negatives and all the catch-22s and whatever, out of everything that's happening right now, the majority of stuff that's happening is positive. It's all going to lead to a better place, which is really good. Um, Like, for example, like everything on social media is being overrepresented. Like, all the bad stuff is being overrepresented. 
like all the rioting's being over- overrepresented. Yeah. That's not the majority. The majority is the majority of the police are being cool. The majority yeah. of the protests are peaceful. Yeah. The majority, like like the majority of everything, is good. I would say, <clears throat> if you, whoever's listening to this, if you take away one thing from this podcast, I just ask that when someone is exposed for being racist and you know doing things wrong let's all hold them accountable but let's not cancel them hold them accountable to change yeah yeah, everyone is able to learn about what they did wrong and why it is wrong and what can be done differently like when a company like reformation is exposed for their you know racist practices Mm. that doesn't mean that they can't do better and that they can't turn around and say look i'm so sorry this was brought to our attention and you know the founder can go educate herself Mm. and learn more about what's going on in the world and use her massive company to make a difference like there's companies that are doing amazing things and there are companies that aren't doing amazing things and i think that people need to be given a chance to change Rather yeah. than saying, I'm never shopping here again. There needs to be less... Um, it's say, all I don't want to say less... Ag- yeah, I don't want to say less aggression because, like... I understand like, the aggression, I understand but it's it. just... And, like, obviously, as I said, like, the heightened feelings, which are rightful right now, are, like, always going to happen and they need to happen. But, no matter what, exactly what you're saying, like, cancel culture is going to play such a big part in this. And it's just not the way forward for anything not even this topic yeah like, for and anything. you know like, what if... it's it's you lobby for change and i like accountability is a great word because that's taking onus and realizing mistake and accountability leads to improvements yep. it doesn't lead to to cancelling people you know and it's yeah it's... if if um if we cancel everyone who is slightly racist then you're not putting any room for growth. Yeah. And you're not going to change the system by booting everyone rather than educating them on... Like, you, we aren't born racist. Yeah. Like, no one is born, like, seeing someone black and being like, you are not as good as me. This is taught. Yeah. Like, over time, hopefully, our generation and the first, like, our children will be able to learn about systematic racism and be aware of it growing up and be aware of their white privilege. Yeah. And these can all be household terms because I know people who don't understand what white privilege is. Yeah. That's very, that's very common for oh, people to not Oh, I was having conversations understand. over the past few days with people where I'm from, which isn't the most, like, open of place. Multicultural? Yeah. No, it is. You know, weirdly, like, Derby is, like, there's a, there's a massive Sikh community there. You have, like... And a massive Muslim community there as well. A couple Chinese takeaways. It's just, like, <laughs> yeah. so multicultural. Um, but, yeah, in general, it's not, like, in comp- it, like comparatively, it's not the most liberal place. Um, but, like, just explaining and, like, it, it's just... It's, like, just because it doesn't affect you and you're not racist... That it, is like, your privilege. Yeah, that's like that's unfortunately again like not good enough. And a and a great way to say it, which I see a lot of people posting, is that Sorry. like, like if you think thanks, if you think that black people want to be out protesting right now, you're a fucking idiot. 
like the positives that come from it, which is like togetherness and like connecting is yeah. amazing. But no one wants to be out there protesting this. No one wants this. There's a lot, there's there's loads of great little like quotes and amazing like social things that are coming out of social media and like education, but like no one wants this. And yeah, like understand understanding privilege is a very important thing and you know, it it's a mantra to carry with you in lots of different areas in life. You and know? not only understanding it, but being able to open up conversations with friends who don't understand it. And yep. people like I don't like this I just keep talking about cancel culture and so sorry if you're getting irritated but I don't want people to feel like they can't come forward and say hey I don't understand something hey I you know like I posted something and I've changed my mind about it like and people just get mad at them they don't allow them to like learn anything new yeah and I don't like I feel like with the culture that's being created like People who don't understand systematic racism, people who don't understand white privilege, and somehow it gets out by, like, them slipping up their words or something, that there's no room for them to even be taught or educated. Everyone's just going straight to attack them. And that's just not how it should be. As clear-cut as all of this seems, is uh, obviously everyone should be anti-racist, but as clear-cut as everything seems, there's so many different nuances and complex yeah. complexities to this with regards to what you're talking about that to just like say oh cool like this is what you feel like see ya yeah. and like picking teams is just like crazy and so, it's just so dumb like there, there it isn't it isn't one and done and you're out it's people change constantly you should want people to change for the better everyone needs to push for positive change right now any step towards positive change right now is great and I think we'll, we will see the the biggest boost in anti-racism and the stats change quickly, more quickly than ever. Yeah. And I think that all the rights need to happen. Um, there are negative aspects to it, whatever, but I think everything that happened was always going to happen. Yeah. Whether people disagree with like the looting or not, like I don't agree with it, but I know that it was going to happen. It's It's a... Um, Look, there's a, there's shitty a, people yeah, in every situation. Yeah, exactly. People uh, are going to take advantage on, yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. There's shitty people on both sides for everything, and like, no one should destroy businesses potentially of the people that they're trying to defend yep. and all this sort of stuff. But it's also completely understandable. And I think just the only thing to say is take as much in as you can, share as much as you can, educate yourself, help other, educate other people. And everyone needs to step forward together. So, and, yeah, please perform. Let's. Systemic racism needs to be out. The Those first two. thing you just said. Yep. What did you just say? Please perform. Yep. Yep. Let's talk about that. Okay. So, today it was announced that the Minneapolis City Council members um, have voted to disband the Minneapolis Police Department and invest in community-led public safety. And this is off the back of all of the... They have terrible stats anyway, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So let me tell you about some of their stats. And then let's talk about what this means. So uh, the Minneapolis Police Department... um, Their record for solving serious crimes in the city is consistently low. Um, 
2019, Minneapolis police only cleared 56% of cases in which a person was killed. And for rapes, their clearance rate for rapes was 22%, which is four out of every five rapes go unsolved. That, what, what, are they in, what are they in line with the country's average show? Are they in line? Are they are they off the averages? Yeah, surely, twenty two percent for rapes. Yeah, and as horrible as that figure is, which is disgusting. Well, why I'm don't you wondering look up, what everything else's would be? Why don't you look it up on your phone? Because I have this up on mine. Okay, I mean, I don't want to do this so right anyway, now because to find all these figures right now is going to take a long time. We're not. Prepared. The Minneapolis Police Department also announced that they discovered one thousand seven hundred untested rape kits spanning thirty years. Yeah. Um. See, because like it depends on where that information is from. Because like stats like that don't mean anything out of like that doesn't mean anything. It only that those stats only mean something when it's in context. That's the reason why I said right. like what's the average? Yeah. Because like to say that sounds horrible. But what happens if like England's the whole of England's got the best right. solved rape case and that's twenty five percent? See, here's here's my <clears throat> issue: is even if that is the country's average, yeah, that is so awful yeah that is bad like i don't Absolutely. honestly if that is the whole u.s average then we obviously we need to do better because that is ridiculous yeah. but um for a girl to get raped that trauma yeah. follows her for the rest of her life yeah and for the guy to not be convicted he is only going to continue doing that to other yeah. girls murder yeah the, even worse yeah the stat itself is wild isn't it so okay so the whole idea and they haven't officially the minneapolis police department hasn't officially published their plan as to what this whole defunding the police department really means yeah um but the whole idea allegedly is that the deep cuts um to swollen police budgets and reallocate are going to be reallocated um for education affordable housing and other social services um, law enforcement officers are not equipped to be experts in responding to mental health crises, often leading to tragic results. Nationally, about half of police killings involve someone living with mental illness or disability. Um, so what Where, that means... Where's the from, by the way? You're reading it. It's called theappeal.org. Okay, cool. So what this means is that instead of a police officer showing up to a domestic violence call, it would be a specialist to come in and help them rather mm. than having armed police officers who are not trained to defuse these situations yeah, yeah. at all. Yeah. Which I think is great. I don't think showing up to a domestic violence call or to an overdose call with police officers, like, what are they there for? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, if my mom's getting beat up, like, I don't need a police officer. I need someone to help my parents. Yeah. Sorry, mom. You're not getting beat up, but uh, I, I'm sorry. I used you example. as an example. Yeah, it's an example. Yeah. Um, so I see, I see the the positives to it, but at the same time, like, what what does this mean? Like, are mm. we, if there's a hostage situation, are, where are the police yeah. officers? Like, again, like I, I don't want to talk like this because you know this is a sensitive time, but again, you know, like we have to talk about the future and past stuff like this, and you know, like defunding the police as a general thing is a very big deal and you have to look at the consequences and you have to again be completely unbiased and look will it help fix the stats where they need fixing and not break them another way yeah because you know like 
the there's so many interactions with the police and again i'm sure with most of these protests like most of the protests i guarantee you that 95% of the protests that have happened the the 95% of the interactions with the police and everything has been friendly and cordial. Yeah. yeah. The only thing that you see on social media is the really shit 5%. And of then course. that feels like it's the 100%. So it's inflation. But like, you know, like defunding the police isn't necessarily the answer. Don't get me wrong. In some, in some places, it absolutely could be. Yeah. And I think that, um, hey, let's, let's see if it works. And, you know, in like Minneapolis, if, if the police department feels like it's failing anyway... Why not try yeah. these other things? But I think in some areas, like, again, the even with what's happening, even with the, the police reform that needs to very clearly happen, so these horrible things don't happen. We are saying you police cannot, you reform, can, not abolish the police, yeah. not defund the police. Yeah. We are saying reform. We are saying the system needs to be changed. We're yeah. not saying there should be no police in the world. Yeah. We do not because agree to, with that to, statement. To, to, I think to pretend that we don't need the police is insane. Like, to, to say we don't need police to the point where what they are right now, we need to defund them, is wild. Maybe in some parts of America. That, again, in some places, I'm sure defunding it actually might work. But as a general statement and broad stroking and as a point to broadcast to other people and to broad stroke as a as a as a as a as a fix for this, just defunding the police, I don't think will work and I don't think it will remedy anything. I, I think that reallocating funds from the police and basically taking a workload off of police officers mm-hmm. and training specialists to be able to diffuse situations per each situation, mm-hmm. especially non-violent mm-hmm. situations mm-hmm. where there isn't a hostage, there isn't like weapons involved. Yeah. And it's maybe like someone addicted to drugs overdosing or... Um, I, I really yeah. don't know. I can't think of... And it, but it, having people to yeah. be able to come in and help the situation i mean it goes back to the whole um argument about american i don't really know much about the uk american um prisons yeah that they're that people are incarcerated and then treated like they are dehumanized yeah so then when they get out of the system they have nothing to do where do you know that's something that's always going to be around and do you know what's really difficult to separate this and this is an even bigger issue that i don't even know enough to go into but it's something that is like an obviously an issue and is a big factor towards systemic racism is that no matter what in a job like that you are always going to have people who take the us versus them yeah. extreme like mentality to the extreme and and it's always going to be that like it's always going to be like bouncers versus drunk people it's always yeah. going to be police versus like fucking gatherings of people and to we need to iron out racism first because again it's it's the most important thing because it's the biggest skew is it's it's such a horrible thing to be like be worried near the police because of a skin color you didn't choose yeah like, well what i'm saying it, is that it's mental i think that we would see a decrease in crime if people are educated yeah. and the government kind of comes at those areas at a different approach where they are trying to help yeah. rather than 
having police officers show up for a domestic violence call like honestly yeah, it's about how they show up and where they honestly, show up honestly they like, when uh, there's a domestic violence call the police show up they say yeah. hey is everyone okay yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then I they're agree. like, "Yeah, everything's fine." I'm, just, and then the door is <laughs> yeah, closed. Yeah, and you yeah, can yeah, still yeah. keep fucking yeah, beating your yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy, and it, and it's 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 just a tough issue. And I like them wrong. Like I understand the defunding the police thing, but like the thing is, it's gonna it will it will in a flat way bring down police brutality and violence if you defund it. But at the same time, it will also flat raise and inflate the other smaller things that happen. You know, like. No one should ignore what's happening right now. What is happening right now should be the primary focus of everyone. But as I said, this is nuanced and complex. And to pretend at the same time that the police don't stop minor things escalating into bigger things every single day. And to pretend that they there aren't a lot of the majority of police interactions aren't good. And to pretend that majority of police officers say, aren't good. I wouldn't say. Oh, okay, good or neutral. Neutral. Where there is no bias towards you because of something, or there is no show of violence or brutality or the negative side. I think to pretend that the majority of police interactions are negative, as in specifically geared towards a group or their uh, police overreach or brutality, to pretend that's the majority is a lie. Look, I'm I am white as fucking paper, mm-hmm. and I have experienced some fucking terrible police officers. Yeah. And I'm not old. I've not had a lot of experience with yeah. police officers, but I can think of way more terrible experiences rather than great experiences. Like, for example, when we got in a car accident, yeah, the police officers that showed up were constantly reminding me that I could have killed you. Yeah, yeah And yeah. that's all they were saying to me. And I was just bawling my eyes out. And they're like, yeah, you could have killed your boyfriend. Like, you should be happy. You have a great <laughs> car. And pointing out this, like, thing in my car that, like, stopped the door from caving in yeah. and possibly killing you or breaking your leg. And they just kept reminding me. Mm-hmm. Like, if there was someone there to, like, you know, mm-hmm. be yeah. a little nicer. Yeah. Have a little bit. And then my brother one time, he was being stupid, driving, and he hit a fucking, like, you know, there's one lane, another yeah, lane. Yeah, yeah. And then there's, like, plants in the middle yeah, or something. Yeah. He ran into one of those. Yeah. And the police came... He was fine. He didn't hit anyone. He hit yeah. a fucking bender. Yeah. He wasn't on a bender, but he hit a thing. And the whole time they held him for like 45 minutes trying to get him to admit that he was drunk. Yeah, it's weird. For like 45 minutes, like hounding my brother saying, so you were drunk, you were drinking, blah, blah, blah. And my brother's like, no, please let me go. And um, yeah. did I ever tell you one time I was detained? No. Because my friends were drinking? No. Yeah. I was detained on a on a thing and they tried yeah. to like handcuff me. Yeah. I've had so many I'm not a, I'm not I'm not out there like doing shit to get arrested. I've never been arrested. I've never even been I've never even ha- gotten a speeding ticket. Uh-huh. But I've had so many terrible experiences with cops just like trying to pin me for something. Yeah. And I've even had cops come to my house when I'm throwing a party like literally trying to like pin something on me. And I just think that however they're trained or whatever is happening for them, like there's something, yeah, yeah, because I've never had, I really cannot think of one nice experience I've had with a cop. Yeah. I mean, every time I see them, I'm fucking scared. I mean, the the other thing is that like, you have to realize that like the police aren't going to be in places where good things are happening. Like you're not gonna. But I live know. in fucking Orange County. Like no, no, but no, no. The no, police it's not about where you shouldn't... live like that. It's about you're not gonna have a police officer to show up when you've fucking when you've got a, an A on your test. Yeah. 
So they're always going to be in negative... Like, there's always going to be a negative yeah. association with the police, even if they're fair. Yeah. Because they're going to stop someone from doing something, whether yeah. that's right or wrong. There's yeah. always going to be a negative association with the police. That's not to say that we shouldn't be... Fo- like, you know, I don't like talking about the other side of it because I don't want to pull any force or anything away from what's happening. Again, like, I don't want to talk about any of this because... I want the focus to stay on the what what is happening right now with George Floyd. Like that's the focus, and that's what everyone should be pushing for. But at the same time, it's tough because you do have to talk about the whole picture. Yeah. You do have to mention every stat, yeah. whether it feels like someone's saying who's white who's saying like they're not putting black people first. You know, and you have got to have every single side of the conversation. It's tough, and you know, it's tough. Like it's it's just one of those things where like no matter how much you want to like silence someone no matter on what part of the spectrum this argument they're on, you need everyone to talk right now. And yeah. it's tough because everyone's saying talk, but then people... Are getting shot mostly down people from what are being, saying. Yeah, are being like very... Um, like they're saying you shouldn't... like, And then it's, it's like, we all need to talk. And then immediately someone's saying, well, yeah. you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't... You know, like even not talking. They're saying specific actions that yeah. they're taking which is a step towards positivity and togetherness and solidarity is being shot down. And it's just, it's no matter as, as horrible as this is, no matter what anything is, if you want to improve something, this just isn't the way to go. But uh, yeah, tough time, fucking horrible thing happened. And I just hope that there's police reform. I hope that fucking the system needs all to my change. blackmates don't have to fucking feel like shit if there's a police officer near them. Yeah. I mean, the system has to change. Yeah. For sure. And something's um, gotta give. Yeah. And hopefully it happens quickly. Yeah. And we're seeing things happen. Immediate change, which is amazing, yeah. yeah. But hopefully like this is a conversation that can stay around and it's not just yeah. something that's gonna pop up and go away. This is something that we need to work on mm-hmm. every day and push yeah. for and everyone um, needs to talk about every part of the conversation. What can happen immediately? What's happening now? Yeah. What's happening with black people? What's happening with white people? What's happening with any of the groups? Whatever you identify as, whatever it is, as an individual, have conversations about short-term, long-term, yeah. past. Talk about all stats. Try yeah. and be as try and be as unbiased as you can, and and look at what's focus on what is really the problem and what's happening and don't feel bad about <laughs> posting or not posting or whatever yeah, do whatever you're the doing. fuck you want as do long what as it's feels positive, best yeah. for you and don't worry about everyone else and at the end of the day we're all here to make a change yeah and um everyone should be gunning towards change yeah and that's what that's what matters yeah so um we solved racism in one podcast <laughs> so yeah just uh be perfect like us as always and you know? Ugh. Yeah. Tough week. Has to happen though, you know? Yeah. It's it's time. Anyway, I hope everyone has a good day. Love you. <laughs> <coughs> I'm hay fevered up, bro. <laughs>